In a single day and night of misfortune, the island known as Atlantis disappeared into the depths of the sea. Today, we discuss one of the biggest mysteries still left unknown. Or is it? You're listening to Casual History. Welcome back to another episode, Jake. Yeah, welcome back. How are you back. feeling today? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling lucky to be here. Feeling happy. <laughs> True. Um, for those who maybe didn't notice, we had a few, I think it was like a day or two where our podcast went down. Yeah. Um, like it was off just for a second. We had some issues. Um, some technical difficulties. They're all fixed now, so we're all back up and running. That's right. But it was a little bit worrisome. It was hairy there for a second. It was. Um, we were kind of worried, but it's all good. We're back and we're rolling and, uh, it didn't stop. Funny enough, it happened in between five minute history on Wednesdays and our deep dive episodes on Sunday. So today, um, so we had plenty of time. That's right. Um, we just keep on rolling. Yeah. And so if you di- did miss it though, um, you can check out our last five minute history. Um, yeah. On okay. vampires. That's right. We're check just going it. through the whole list of I like, I like what you did, though, because it kind of went off of uh, the last Sunday's episode. It did. It connected. That's why yeah. I kind of chose it. I liked it a lot. Well, thanks, man. Um, so I'm bringing in the subject today, and I already told everyone at the end of last podcast what I'm doing. Um, and so I'm just going to reiterate to you. Today, I will try to convince you <laughs> mm-hmm. on evidence <laughs> that I know where Atlantis is currently. That, that's a big... It's a big statement you got right there. It's a very big statement. Also, for those, I mean, obviously it's a podcast you can't see, but he has maps around me I do. Um, that I was staring at before we started this podcast because I'm curious. And uh, yeah, he, he, it looks legit. I, I have, know you can't see it, but it looks legit. He has maps up and everything else. I have five tabs open <laughs> behind me, and then I have a list of, you know, topics like I normally do, and... Uh, just what I want to talk about. Okay. Um, and when are we booking our flight? Uh, soon. Not very soon because the <laughs> Air area... Air Atlantis. When do we book it? The area where this is is re- extremely dangerous, which is part of the reason nothing has really happened here. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so probably not anytime soon. But okay. there's some good information. So what I do want to mention up off the top. Yes. When I do reference these photos or... Mm-hmm. Um, so there's even a portion where I can reference uh, like coordinates for people to look on google oh yeah for at these certain uh things in this area um i'm gonna we want to put that all together let's post it facebook post when we post this episode and then that way people can reference these photos as they're listening if they want to absolutely so if i were you i'd go up and pull up twitter right now because the post is probably already made at this point twitter instagram or facebook is all under casual x history and we'll have the extra information if you want to you don't have to because again we're going to speak on it and hopefully we can do a a adequate job of uh regurgitating or you know explaining it um but if you want a visual it's always nice to have yeah i think it'd be awesome to pull up a map and be able to like you know we're going to deep dive into that map so it'll be very interesting yeah so i guess i'll just go ahead and start off the top of where what I think, uh, where I think it is. Where's your gold claim? So right off the bat, I just want to talk about the Recot structure. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay. I have no idea what you're Um, talking about. (laughs) It's known as the Eye of the Sahara. Okay. Um, It's located in a remote stretch of Northwest Africa. Um, And it's been the subject of much debate. What made it? What does it look like this? And here, I'm going to reference the photo Okay. On, on the screen behind me. You guys can look it up now if you're listening. And we'll kind of describe um, it a little bit for the people that aren't looking it up anyway. Oh, wow. So you can see there. Wow. I did. That <laughs> exists on Earth? Wow. What, yeah. What made that? Holy crap. Well, the subject to debate, but basically it's thought. Um, so if for those who don't know what the recap structure is, it's kind of a, it's known as the eye of Africa for a reason. So there's right. circles of land and dips and nether circles like it's like ringlets right um, and there's about uh one two three three with the center land mass right um which is just coincidental yeah about what we're right about today of course so um it doesn't look like you know there was like a droplet 
you no. know, dropped on Earth, and then all of a sudden the Earth just kind of crumpled up and like. Well, actually, it <laughs> how does, water reacts. It is claimed to be scientifically, like uh, from studies or what is assumed that it is was made naturally. Really, um, from the ground. Uh, shifting upwards and falling back down and kind of like swelling. But in a perfect circle, that looks perfect. Well, it is kind of perfect. So it could it could be the help of man-made along with. Interesting. Uh, it's there's some um, research done about basically the land shifting up, down, up, down. Right? Can, you know, has like a maybe a pulse to it type thing. Interesting. Um, which is a really interesting fact here. But keep that in your mind. See, okay? but that's that's amazing right off the bat. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Sorry. Keep, no, no, it's okay. Keep that thought. Keep this image in your mind when sure. we're talking about what we're going to talk about. So we are talking about the legend of Atlantis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it originates from the ancient Egyptians. I don't know if you knew that. No, I thought it came from, uh, what is it? It's not Plato, Plato, right? Plato was the one who published a, a book about it, right? Yes. Right, I thought... He, See, the stories that I had read about Atlantis were that uh, Plato kind of like made up this city to prove a point in a yeah let's, in a certain verse. Maybe we go there. Maybe let's start out with what is your, wh- where have you ever heard of Atlantis? We, of course, there's the movie. What is your yeah. thoughts on Atlantis? What is your take? What have you heard? Well, well Jeffrey. Yeah, tell me. I, uh, <laughs> how, the only thing that I know about Atlantis is based on like I was going to do an episode of casual history on Atlantis. Beat you and to I, it? I, you, you didn't beat me to it. I looked up research stuff. And then I was like, uh, it's kind of like a nothing burger, you know? Like, oh, it kind of s- seemed op- like open and closed. So you- I'm very interested with what you have to say. Because from, from my research right off the bat was that. Exactly what I said, that Plato... Thought it was a myth, right? Uh, You're one of those. Made up a name and built it into a city and then later people who were kind of fanatical and like wanted to break down his research so much and analyze it to detail pinned it to certain locations and then just assumed the location that atlantis is a real city Hmm. when it was like hyperbole well that's that's what i read yeah the bat so so i was like nothing burger even though atlantis is a big name so this is I'm I'm loving this so far. Please prove me wrong. I'm ready. Well, so the thing is, I've read that as well. Mm-hmm. I I went going down this rabbit hole. Um, yeah. Of course, I read the whole idea that Atlantis was a fiction was a, a not like you know a novel from Plato, right? Of like fictitious myth. Yeah. It wasn't a real place, and he just made up this story, and he was going to write this whole. He needed a name for books a city. on it, right? Yeah. That's suppose that's a theory. A civilization, okay, yeah. but. What I want to prove to you today mm-hmm. is that there's too many coincidences around this that I don't think it is fake. Yeah. And I also think that, um, did you know, so he actually, so let me just go ahead and get into it. So yeah. I, the, I need you to know that I'm, I'm that meme guy that's like, Atlantis is not real, changed my mind. Yeah. Like sitting out front of his table. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. So I I hope I'm not trying to sway anyone as much as I'm just trying to provide how excited I was and kind of intrigued because this made me go, yeah, this seems all of this evidence that I'm about to lay out, Mm -hmm. all of this information that I've learned seems too good to be true. Seems and normally when things look too good to be true, it isn't. You know what I mean? Well, there's smoke, there's fire. Right. So basically, it it leads me to believe, okay, there's something here. It's not just, oh, it's just a fake, you know, uh, no, 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 whatever people will say. Well, I'm not going to derail you anymore. No, this is good. I like kind of wanting to know where you're starting. So like I said, the legend of Atlantis originates from the ancient Egyptians. Um, Where that is, I'm unsure, but let me, I can get to the touching stone later. Um, But one of the first accounts of this was from a Greek lawmaker named Solon, um, mm. who was an Athenian statesman, lawmaker, and poet, who is remembered particularly for his efforts of legislature um, against political, economic, and moral decline of archaic Athens. Um, he recorded this information when visiting Egypt some 2,600 years ago, and the information was passed down some six generations, eventually leading to Plato. Mm. Um so the name has been around for a while. Right. And he published the account in the Th- Themes and Critias dialogue some 2,400 years ago. Um, and is one of the only reasons we know of Atlantis today is due to Plato's writings. Right. Exactly. Um, and in this account, Plato claims the king of the capital of Atlantis was named Atlas. Okay. Epic. Keep that in your mind, though. Keep that in your mind. 
who was the Atlas, f- the name of the map. Yeah, but who was the first born um, or on the map? Who was the first born son of Poseidon? That's who the king of a- a- Atlantis was supposedly. Um, Poseidon See. supposedly had ten children um, and threw five sets of twins, and each one of them went on to rule one of the ten provinces in which Poseidon had divided Atlantis. Um, and the hmm. island known as Atlantis in the ocean were called after Poseidon's firstborn son, Atlas, who was also king over his brothers. Okay. So that's kind of. Oh, hell yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, that's very cool. That was an initial. Oh, oh, that's that's cool information. <laughs> like I said, remember the name Atlas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's not for the reason you think. Um, okay. Now, there is a group of people who are known as the Maori people. And however, in modern times, they are now known as the Berber people, which inhabit a region of Northwest Africa in the region once referred to as Mari, um, but now known as Margrib. Mar- 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 I think I said that right. Uh, this is essentially makes up modern day Namibia, Morocco, West Algeria, and Mauritania. Okay. Um, and in fact, the name Mauritania comes from the Mari people. All right, now, so you're trying to say that Maoris are Atlanteans? Now, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. <laughs> the first king of Mauritania is known, like, it was known to be a man named Atlas. The first king ever? Uh-huh. Hmm. Was known to be a na- man named Atlas. Okay. Legend- and he was known as a legendary king of the Maori people. This is real, like, factual, okay? Hmm. Um, the king Atlas was said to have been skilled in philosophy, mathematics, astronomy, and in antiquity, he was credited with inventing the first celestial, celestial globe, okay. which says something, okay? Sure. And in some, mid, in some medieval texts, he is even credited with invention of astronomy itself. Hmm. Okay, so big powerful man here named big Atlas. Dude. These are two separate stories, two separate things. It also seems funny. I wonder if that's the connection to, like, Atlases on maps. Yeah, that... Seems to make sense. I didn't right? do anything connection I, there, but seems to make sense. It's, I'm just going to make up that connection yeah. right now. Now, here is um, where we can kind of get into um, what, why Plato believed what he, he thought, right? why he wrote this. Okay? Now, there was yes. a Greek man named Herodotus yes. who lived roughly 485 B.C. to 425 B.C. Okay? Heard of the man. Did you? What do you know, what do you know of him? Not Anything? a lot. Not just a lot? his okay. name. Just I his just name. know it was a famous name. Gotcha. Well, he was a Greek historian known as, here we go. The father of history. Hmm. He was the first historian to collect his materials systematically, test their accuracy to a certain extent, and arrange them in a well-constructed and vivid narrative. Like, so people yes. can look back and know, hey, this is the history. He's kind of really the first historian of that type. Which is, wow. I mean, think that's about that deal. kind of work you're doing. That's some... That's for the world. That's some next-level future thinking. You're not doing that for anything in the present. No. You know, you're dedicating your life to gathering information, systematically putting them to Well, so that way people know what you did and what happened and what as far back as you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a job that is for no no self, like there's no um, self-made reason for that. It's all selfless. Yeah. For me, it seems to be like a historian in general if you're doing the actual work of like gathering and putting it together, that's some, um, yeah, that's for next future level. generations, not yeah. for you. Now, Herod- Herodotus, I th- yeah, was born some 75 years after Solon died. So, you know, Solon, I mentioned him earlier, who was yeah. the one who took this story from the Egypt Egyptians, right? Okay. He was born some 75 years after Solon died, who I mentioned, right? Um, and Herodotus also died right when Plato was around two years old. So these three men, Never knew of each other. Yep. Never passed on any information, okay, um, yeah. from what they gathered. They're, like, all in different times, but in the same, of course, culture. But um, uh, So he never knew either one of them, and, of course, died well before Plato even published Atlantis. Um, one of Herodotus's notable achievements was, at the time, mapping the most accurate map of the known inhabitable world at the time of 450 B.C. Okay. Now... Um, I have in my notes here, in quotes, pull open map. <laughs> All right. Are we on our second map? So if you're on our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. Yeah. Um, Follow along. Open up. Uh, shoot, my computer just. Uh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so open up. This is, there's a map known as Herodotus's map. Okay. Um, and it's the world according to Herodotus, and it's dated BC 450. Sorry, let me right. move this so mic this so is I can his... look at this. This is his fully written map, uh, 
Correct. From him. And you can kind of see Armenia. Um, you can see Italy. Uh, the Strait of Gibraltar. Um, yeah, Libya's up there. Yeah, you you can kind of see where he's where we're at in this, right? Um, to orient yourselves, like I said, you can see Persia, the Mediterranean Sea, the Nile Delta. And now, if you look to the left, um, right at the bottom, what do you see, Jake? What do you see right at the bottom above Lib- Libya? What name do you see? What? Do you see this name right here? What, what does this say? No. Oh, is that Atlantis? It says Atlantis. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So coincidence it, or not? Uh, we'll go from there. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But also, couldn't it have been a normal city named Atlantis and then got uh, added because, I mean, the names don't come from nowhere sometimes and you need a name from somewhere? Well, Jacob. You just picked one, you well, know? Well, Jacob, do you know where the recut structure is located? What? Is it right there in Atlantis? Oh, it just so happens to be. <laughs> Smack dab right on this map, huh? Yeah. So. Um, I should have known. <laughs> that's So that's right. The word Atlantis, which is south of the Pillars of Hercules or the Strait of Gibraltar and positioned mm-hmm. in Northwest Africa. As I mentioned at the top, um, I don't know how or why Herodotus came to this conclusion of putting Atlantis here, the name Atlantis here. Yeah. Um, and it needs more research, of course. But you also notice on this map the detailing of a mountain chain south of the Strait of Gibraltar known as the a- Atlas Mountains, mm-hmm. which, of course, what is Atlas, who is also known to be home of the Berber people, which was uh, the people with the first king named Atlas. Coincidence? Is this all just coincidence? Mm. All these names is somehow connecting? I don't know, Jake. You tell me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do that the whole podcast. The first king of Mauritania. Okay, that's who we're Was, talking about. Right, Atlas. Right, Atlas. Atlas, yeah. So, an interesting note here: um, if you were to search for the king of uh, King Atlas of Mauritania, there seems to be nothing. So, I've done this myself. You can go through Wikipedia, type in Atlas and type in Atlantis, and see if there's um, or Mauritania, and like see the connections. You know, there's a good like cross reference feature through Google. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Huh. Um, so there's no written record on this man besides a couple rumors of what he created? Not that there's no written records of the man named Atlas, if you're talking about the Mauritanian king. Yes. Um, but that there's no reference to Atlantis as well. When writing about him. Well, there's just no, um, like the king of Mauritania, Atlas, mm-hmm. there's no online reference that I can find or um, what I've read and other people can find of Atlantis and somehow making the connection to, oh, wait, but this this. Um, group of people, their first king was named Atlas as well. Like, there's no connection online in any articles, any kind of research. Yeah. So it's so relatively summary, unknown. So in summary, on this map, he wrote Atlantis, right? A mountain range named Atlas. Yes. Right outside of it. Right outside. Yeah, that's on the mountain street yeah. right above it. So the people that live there currently in this area of land thought to be where this map is. Right. Their the king, people their very first king ever Supposedly named Atlas. Correct. And the first king of Atlantis was also named Atlas. Well, sure. Interesting. So that's a coincidence. And then this is where the eye is. Are you telling me that's the ruins of Atlantis? Hold on now. Hold on. Don't get ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just putting two and two together. You're setting me up. But the the cross-reference note I thought was interesting just for the fact of, you know, most people are like, well, why haven't other people thought of this? Why Mm -hmm. Like, what's the new thing here? It's like, I've... I looked at myself. You can do it yourself. Maybe there's some new articles that I haven't seen in the last little bit, but I was not able to find anything in the cross-reference section between Mauritanian Atlas King and Atlantis Atlas King. Right. Like, there's no that I can find studies of it of the connections at all. Honestly, if you guys uh, are interested too, uh, do your own research on that. And if you find something, like, let us know. I would be very interested if you could find any connections. I really would love to know if people find something I don't. If they, there's an error in this, please tell me. Because this is all something I've been cultivating. And like, okay, let me put this all together along with research. And some other guys have been talking about the similar thought. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Let me go down this road. Right. Um, but I thought that was an interesting point just to note that out. That, yes. okay, it's not something that has so, been heavily um, deconstructed. Right. You know, it's not like a heavily detailed connection that's been online that people can just look up. There's not really one that I could find. Okay. Um, which could seem to point, Jake, that the fact that no one has thought Atlantis could be hiding in plain sight in the Western Sahara Desert and is what is now known as Mauritania. Um, okay. So it was a real city. Yeah. Right? If you believe this map, it was a real city. 
the real mountain range named after the first king of Atlantis and the people. And but that nothing says that it was a the civilization that. Well, let me in let the me story. Let me summarize here for you. Summarize. There's a 2,500 year old map that points to the northwest Africa, seemingly in the exact location of the recast structure. Okay. Okay. Um, which was created by the so-called father of history, who made this map. So he's a trusted source of documentation, praised by modern historians. Um, sure. Uh, he his for his ability to systematically record history in vivid detail. Then we have this mysterious and unique structure known as the Recot structure, um, and it just so happens to m- be made of uh, concentric circles. Yes, they look very exactly, perfect. Which is exactly what Plato described Atl- the city of Atlantis being. Um, uh, hmm. So, just how Plato, like I said, is stated. Uh, but not only that, but it consists of the precise amount of rings Plato describes: um, three of water and two of land. If you look at the map, Jacob, let's go back to the map. Yes, please. Three of water, two of land. Okay. Do you see that? So I mean, I guess so. One, two, three. The outer, the inner, the most. Uh, so there's two structures. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, right? Interesting. <laughs> so that's pretty How crazy. far up is this photo? Because this is like from a satellite, right? Satellite view? Yeah. That's, that's a huge structure. Dude. It is. Um, if so that's man-made, if, which is what you're implying. No, I'm not. Because the whole debate... A perfect circle filled with water and two perfect rings, like that doesn't well, even... Well, it look. doesn't have to be man-made. Like they right. said, the, the scientific explanation could very well be true. Yeah, that could be how this is made, but it does not mean that people didn't live in it or on it or was known as Atlantis. Hmm. So um, not only, like I said, not only the precise amount of rings, right, three of water, two of land. Now on top of that, it just so happens to be the precise size of how Atlantis was described, measuring 23.5 kilometers or 14.5 miles across. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> it also Measurements. has... Jacob, look down, here at the, look down here at this map. Okay? Yeah. It also has an opening to the south, which could, would match at the Atlantis connections to the sea. Do you see that there? The very far left side of this yes. map. Right? Leads, it could lead out into the ocean. <laughs> yes. So that seems coincidence, Jake. Who knows? So it was connected to the ocean, right? Okay. Um, and we'll get into where this is currently from the ocean now, right? Because uh, again, it's Sahara Desert now. Um, man, uh, man, can you believe what what a fitting? Okay, sorry, just the irony of that. Like, imagine a city, literally in legend, is uh connected with water by yeah. legend at every turn. And then modern day, it's in a place where it hardly ever rains. <laughs> no was, water, it's bone dry. Dude, it shifted so quickly. And yeah. There's new science that just uh, that suggests that as quickly as 5,000 years ago, mm-hmm. it went from a plush green land sure. to empty. Yeah. So there's no, like, barring Atlantis being Atlantis. No, here. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the irony of that, because when you think of Atlantis, mind. you think of the ocean, you think of like so much water, bodies of water, people that, you know, that are like right on, on top of the water. And yeah. so this is a very interesting development if it's in the middle of the Sahara Desert. <laughs> it could be hiding in plain sight. And there's a reason why this hasn't been discovered, as in there hasn't been, there's, there's not been one archaeologist archeologi- do a dig here. There's not been, yeah, why, no. Why not? Jacob, I'll get into it here and later on, but let, <laughs> let me, let me continue on. Let me that's continue. a cool-ass structure. And if someone isn't on that, Boys, <laughs> let me continue on with the coincidences. Like I said, you're you're in the, your stance of prove <laughs> prove to me that this is Atlantis. So I'm just gonna keep going down the list of connections, right? You have my attention. I'll say um, that you have my attention. So also in the description, right? Um, it suggests um, it has mountains to the north, and these mountains contain rivers. Uh, the entire area surrounding the Recot is a large plain, as you can see. Yep. And the sides of Atlantis were said to be steep to uh to the cliffside to its base. Even more, the center island of the Recot produces fresh spring water. Okay. The f- think, think about that. The f- very center island in this Recot structure mm-hmm. produces fresh spring water. Okay. Right. So, um, perfect place to build a all city. All the wells, despite the wells in the surrounding area, everywhere else on any other, like, nearby, produces salt water. So, which is also further evidence that this site was once underwater. The, the surrounding area was once underwater. Um, 
surrounding the Recrot has an abundance of black and white colored stone. Also, Atlantis was also claimed to have elephants, um, which elephants exist in Mauritania. And there also seems to be cave art close to the Recrot structure um, that are of elephants. So suggesting, okay, there's elephants in the area, which is Animals. what was described. The Recrot structure is the same dimensions the same three the the demand the dimensions get me just because yeah. like that's so like well we measured it it's 10 by you know 10 by 12 yeah and it's like <laughs> wait yeah. a minute you're telling me that this is exactly yeah it, the structure is exactly matches up with the the record i am yeah that's <laughs> wild uh there's even relics including pottery shards arrowheads and other evidence in the surrounding area um, that civilization did live in this area, yet there have been, uh, yet archaeologists have no idea what culture or you know, um, or who they're group from. they belong to, right, or when. Um, and all of this is in Mauritania, who led by a legendary king named Atlas. Okay, so it all just kind of connects so far for me as like coincidence on coincidence becomes not coincidence, right? Right. Um, which again is exact. Area. So again, I want to point out this was the exact area pointed to as Atlantis by the father of history. Mm-hmm. So I just want to reiterate that. I'm of sorry course. if I'm going over the same stuff, but um, this all seems to me, anyway, to be more compelling um, than just uh, that this is Atlantis. That it just seems so far out of all the. I, again, I've kind of read different articles about myth, about it being in this area and that right. area. Maybe it is underwater somewhere else. But why is this? <laughs> or maybe here? it doesn't exist at all. Which is the which is what structure. some people believe. But to me, this seems to be overwhelmingly coincidence. That doesn't yeah. seem to um, not make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It's, so it is starting to add up. Despite the fact that this site today is thirteen hundred feet above sea level, mm-hmm. um, the scientific explanation for the creation of the Recot would help explain when you compare it with which uh, what Plato had described, and it's just destruction stating an earthquake caused atlantis to sink into the depths of the sea which is what was thought to be just out of general like science um like being put forth that this is how the recut structure was made was through swelling and and um the earthquakes yeah bubbling and uh sinking bubbling and sinking so what would happen eventually after a grand city lived here for who knows how long it would sink you know and it's doing the process so it could be the exact reason it was destroyed. Um, but at that point, I do want to take a break and okay. maybe take an ad break and we'll come back and do some more information on Atlantis, where I believe to be Atlantis, and we'll um, go from there. Yeah, let's do it. Stick around. All right, and we're back. Thanks for listening to that ad, if there was an ad there, that helps support the podcast yes. um, by helping us make more episodes and yeah. do more in-depth research and keeps this thing going that's right keeps this train moving which you can find um all of us on socials facebook twitter instagram at casual x history which is useful today because during this episode i am referencing some photos um that you can follow along with right with this episode and see exactly what we're talking about as we're talking about it right when i'm pointing to a map and referencing this map um uh, that's what i'm what we're looking at okay so that's pretty useful so if you haven't done that go ahead and Swing on over. Give her a, a old follow. Old follow, and then a, a looky loo. <laughs> a looky loo. Yeah. Um, so where we left off was um, about the um, the above sea level and how it, scientifically the recut structure has been thought to have been made, and how that could also attribute to what Plato described as dis- the, the destruction yes. of Atlantis. Um, stating it in a single day and night of misfortune, like I said at the top, the island of Atlantis disappeared into the depths of the sea. Perhaps that earthquake was the recot itself, um, and scientists believe that the recot has gone through multiple processes of being lifted up and down, which repeated multiple times and creates the circles we see today, mm. which all seems to be fitting um, when we discuss all the precise uh, matching similarities with the three of water, two of land, circles, and its precise size, and everything else I've, I've kind of laid out so far, it seems definitive to me. And as much as I can say from my own personal, like, that's Atlantis. Yeah. Um, which is that this is more than coincidence to me. Yeah. Um, no, it definitely seems like it leads to uh, more questions than answers. Right. Um, and now there's, again, I just want to keep, so here, keep going down some evidence maybe that could um, 
attribute to this. So there have also been claims that locals have found skish, fish, sorry, fish skeletons right. in the area, um, with, which how are you finding fish skeletons in 1300 above sea level in the empty desert sand? Sure. Um, it means it could have been underwater, right? Um, outside, this was supposedly found outside of the recot. Um, there's also evidence that this area is, was under the ocean far more recently than the tens of millions of years, some claim, um, as non-fossilized whale bones have been found in the desert of Mauritania. Mm. Um, so, which, again, suggests, you know, over mil- millions of years, the fossils fossilized into, like, stone. Sure. Um, and these have not. So that suggests this is not as old or didn't happen as old as we thought. That is more recent. So, okay. again, it attributes to, like, okay, so the possibilities keep popping open. Yeah. Um, now, I found a list of Google Map coordinates. I thought this was interesting. Yeah. Um, that I do also, again, maybe we'll make this an attachment post. Sure. Um, that, others, that other people have found, and they posted in certain these groups of um, uh, YouTube videos and, and other uh, articles I've seen, um, that if you type in these coordinates, um, they point to interesting structures that can be seen from GPS. Um, and we're going to link them, like I said, um, but you go to Google Earth Pro we and you type in right these. Now? We can. Um, I am just unprepared. Give oh, you are? One, let me, one second. Let me pull it up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Because that's very interesting because I would like to see that. Are you telling me that they found the exact coordinates uh, of the recot structure? It's on the recot structure? Yeah, it's in that area. Like oh, it's, okay. it's where it's on the recot structure. And right. you can go to these coordinates, and you can kind of see markings um, and different structures. So there's one that's in the city center, one on the eastern wall, the outer triangle, some sort of building, um, and there's building and circles laid out like a large left foot of sorts. Um, and all hmm. these are different coordinates I'll put out where people can go look. Wow, that's wild. Um, yeah. Okay. So... Again, you can look at these and you could say, are these man-made? Are these in modern times? Um, but I just want to uh, point out how remote this place is mm-hmm. and how there's, this is not a tourist site. Like, this is not something people go see. It's in a dangerous part of the world in the middle of nowhere, quite literally in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, so Perfect place for Atlantis to hide. Perfect place for Atlantis to hide. Um, uh, now, it has to be, like I said... It's not a tourist attraction, um, which is all more reason to believe that this needs to be researched more, right? Yeah. Um, on the ground. And it's also worth pointing out that the map of Herodotus notes the Nile River runs through the Mauritania, which correlates to what science has found, as in, like, there, it used to run through this area. Yeah. Um, um, and, of course, people rule out the Recot being Atlantis due to its elevation above sea level, but over a certain uh, length of time and land movement, and how crazy, we know how crazy just a modern science doing new discoveries of, like you said, Africa being lush and green yeah. uh, not yeah, yeah, so yeah. long ago, you know, and how quickly things change. Um, now, many people still think Atlantis, like you said, was just a myth, that Plato made it up, um, and it never actually existed. Um, but let's not forget, people also said that about the lost city of Troy, you know, and then experts um, said it was made up. Uh, poetry until it was proven to be true all along also with this lost city of angor um that was said to be a myth until found in the that it really existed in the depths of cambodia in the late 1800s so i just i i like mentioning that because it always proves to me how much is always being discovered and it's never just as we think especially the pessimist pessimist of of that's not real. That's not real. And I'm sure some things and some legends are just legends. But Lannis, to me, seems too perfect and on the nose to not be real. Yeah. Um, just with everything I've researched, I've done, all the information. And again, I could be down the woo-woo bin and I could be <laughs> just falling for something, right? I could. I don't know. This seems pretty convincing. But it is very easy for humans in general to think that we've discovered everything. Yeah. That there's nothing left to discover in the world. and We've we've learned all we can of this planet, and it's just not true. Yeah, it's never been true, and everybody who ever lived thought that. Yeah, like 
you're, you're in the 1800s, I guarantee you they'd be like, well, 99% of the things have already been discovered already. Yeah. And it's like, no, man, there's so much you don't, do not know about the place you're even living. Well, one of the biggest counters is that currently, like I said, the recount structure is hundreds of miles from the sea mm-hmm. um, and dirt due to its elevation. But we do have to take into account that all the surrounding wells pull up exclusively salt water, right? Which right. says something. Um, and all the way down to 200 meters below the surface. Um, and this is despite being 500 kilometers from the coast and 1,300 um, feet above sea level. How water did the salt was, water get there? Water was there at one point. We right. just don't know how soon, how late, yeah. scientifically yet. Also in the center, um, the structure, there's the single well, which I talked which about. Which fresh water. Which brings fresh spring water, just as Plato described. And I'm going to quote Plato here. He says, a well near the central Acropolis provided the city with fresh water. That's in quotes. Like, that's directly what he said. Another coincidence, Jake? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, no. I'm, he- I t- I'm starting. I think I believe you. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm believing you right now. No heavy equipment has ever been brought into the area to do a dig. Um, that that's more wild to me. This is an amazing structure that where you can study. If if nothing else, even if you don't study, like if anybody lived there, you're like study uh, geology of how that was made. I'm surprised that people haven't gone there already, just so that way they can confirm that it was earthquakes. And this is on like top of a, a plate or something crazy yeah. that made this structure because it looks there might crazy. be there might have been geologists out there, but again, that's different from archaeologists. Oh, of course, of like doing is. a dig, you know, like finding right. down Atlantis literally could be a hundred feet down in dirt. Yeah, and like it literally could be, and we don't know because no one. We're no still one. finding. We're still finding like cities in the jungles. Mm-hmm. Like by lidar now from satellite photos, we have found uh, structures and outcrops. People who've just been scouring the internet on Google Earth have found structures in the middle of the rainforest that are being uncovered now and going, oh, well, th- now this is where, you know, more Aztecs were at. Don't, like, don't get me down that road of fingerprints of the gods in South, Afri- <laughs> in South America and Dude, how it's, millions of people lived in the, the jungle. Like, so much is not known. The and possibility, kind of, man. Yeah, the is, possibilities have always been thrown out. But um, I know we're talking about Atlantis here. Um, <laughs> So again, like I said, the well of spring water. Um, and now there's also tons of evidence backed by science of Africa being filled with lakes and rivers. And even recently there was a discovery of a mega lake. Um, I think it was like 40,000 miles long or some crazy number like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people aren't familiar with just how recent things went from lush to desert. Um, like I already said, but some research indicates that f- just 5,000 years ago this happened, calling it one of the Earth's most dramatic climate shifts. So if if you had a city like the the whole ocean not being the elevation to me I know that's a big point of like well that's not where it's supposed it's supposed to be an island well if you do so you can go to um what was the map you're the the thing you mentioned off what do you mean um, podcast uh we can go back and look at the floodwaters oh you just mean a climate change there's a there's a uh, a system on Google or it's called uh we can go back and look at the water sea level. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember what it's I It's kind of, again, an estimation, but, like, uh, you can see where during what time the, the water was where. Right. Um, and so you can kind of go back and see, and there's some, again, correlation to, oh, this would be an island if all this water, like, even if you look at these maps we're seeing here. Yeah. Um, again, if you look and you zoom out, if you go to the recut structure on Google Earth and zoom out, and you see all this kind of sand, like, and it's all moving a direction. Well, the inlet that you're describing at the bottom of the actual circle itself, uh, of the mountain. Right there. Could be, yeah, like, I'm just, like, it looks like water runoff, but again, like, from satellite photos, it looks like it could be, if the water was up that high, though. Do you see that? That's very high for the water to be at. But do you see that? This was all could have been underwater. That's, that'd be a lot underwater, dude. Yeah. Well. Because that's a mountain range. It's literally sitting right underneath, uh, a corner of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, it could have been there. Uh, there could have been water there. And again, it did shift. So we know a shift happened. Right. We know that the, the climate shifted from lush green and waters and lakes to desert. So that is like not a question of did it happen? It happened. We, so right. we it's don't know time the exact... period, how, what is still in debate, um, okay. of course. Um, now, Atlantis also was not just the city. Um, I know I mentioned at the top, it was said earlier, it was said to be 10 kingdoms. 
Oh. Um, that spanned a vast range as far as Italy and even Egypt. Again, connecting to Egypt with, connects back to, okay, this culture, this Atlantis, Atlantean, how do you, what do you want to say? Atlanteans. Atlanteans. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure that's what you would call it. Would seem to make sense that one of the first accounts of Atlantis would come from Egypt, right? If they're like a, a surviving civilization, and you know, we've talked about this, the, the waters over the Sphinx, and the first kind of talk about Egyptian culture and how it could be a lot older than what we think, and sure. how it's not just black and white there on their time frame. Mm-hmm. They could be a portion of Atlantis. And how do you say that? Atlanteans. Atlanteans, I guess. Yeah, Atlanteans. And some of the history could be there, and they could be of the older season. I now I'm getting woo woo. Now yeah, I'm getting not, the connection. Okay, yeah, it's all not, speculation here. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. But it it is said to have been that they had kingdoms again into Egypt. Okay, okay. so that connects that for me. I'm like, oh, that seems to make sense. Mm. <laughs> um, Again, with all the unknown structures of Egyptians and how that was made, and we talk about the how Atlantis was a bustling city it was described as um so this is kind of an interesting uh, thing if you do go look at the reconstruction you can kind of picture this actually here i have a map of a recreation someone made um, of what it would look like of what atlantis the would look description like. yeah right there so you can see <laughs> similarities are uncanny isn't it isn't it crazy um a little bit but you see in the center that was for the high class of people mm-hmm. um and that was kind of the exclusive club you wanted to be on the inner inner ring okay sure. the second inner ring was said to be just all military um like that was just like their military they lived in kind of they had all their defenses there and walls okay um and on also on the inner uh, uh inner ring of water it was said that there was i think there was the number was 14,000 warships um, was like said to be there. So again, t- going back to just like this city, what this people were uh, thought out, methodical. And again, I'm going like it's real, but I this is the, th- the th- what has been described. Mm-hmm. And on the outer ring, you see how there's like a big road. Yeah. Yeah. So that was known to be where um, again all the trade happened, and it was just a big open like almost I, th- I don't know if it's a mile, but like a maybe 600 feet mm-hmm. uh, road. Right. Um, and there was structures on the outside ring, um, and it was bustling. And they said it was like a New York City. So, again, in the description of Atlantis, it was bustling day and night through the night. So it was a hub, you know. Yes. The city was a hub. Interesting. Um, and, uh, again, it wouldn't – how hard – how hard do you think that would be if some – like some other rivaling nation were to try to take that over? You know, you have rings of water. You're already, it's already said to be an island, so it's kind of secluded, right? in the water mm-hmm. you have it's a bustling city of trade and then you have on the inner ring the just all military you have walls as you can see in this description here kind of recreating the description um it's just kind of like baffling of like how kind of advanced or how like how similar i can see this being a new york city of the past or a you know a bustling city of just trade and again it was out to the like you said there's an inlet that led to the ocean for you know all kinds of uh, ports and ships to come right. um but yeah so this were to be also like it's not mentioned a lot is it in history like okay if it's a bustling city then you gotta imagine the uh, history of it yes that other civilizations would have records of a city and it, in fact there would probably be lots of like collaboration between them yeah uh having similar accounts going to one area for trading hubs or things right because like more than one place took history notes i would assume or started at one point well like i said the um what's the guy's name i just mentioned who was known as the father's history was Mm -hmm. known one of the first known historians and that was in 430 bc okay so again that's far after this time not saying people weren't taking history and we don't have um you know uh leftover remnants of that but again it goes back to the egyptians right i just want to connect that to how we see their histories through hieroglyphs and and their long like lineage of what they've written Mm -hmm. but there's so much speculation even on that that a lot of this could be left over like it's so easy to get lost in time we know that with uh, just general history, you know, with if this happened and this city goes down in a single day and night, okay, a week, whatever it is that this destruction happened, yeah, right. I what what's to say 
let me just speculate. What's to say that one of the kingdoms did survive? You know, kingdoms rise and fall, mm-hmm. and Mauritanian people that we know as the Berber people currently are a tribe of like descendants from a long time. But again, you survive who survives through destruction and mayhem. The hunter gatherers, the people that are just, you know, living off the land, like the civilizations sometimes don't make it through history. No. Yeah. I mean, history is full of civilizations rising and falling. It's not that I would doubt that it like it would be It's just more of like, uh, yeah, if it's so big, I mean, it's interesting that there aren't like lots and lots of accounts, but you're right at the time period. Um obviously accounts were not there was just starting to begin to become a thing. Uh you know, written history, chronological, you know, accounting yeah. chronological history. Well, my speculation is that the dis- old history of Egyptians, you know how I've talked about this before, but yes. again, I've done I've read a few books from uh, John Hancock and called Fingerprints of the Gods and about an old civilization in a last ice age 12,000 years ago and all these connections to a higher civilization mm-hmm. that could have been well been the Ten Kingdoms of Atlantis. And it could have been, again, the descendants of Egyptians were Atlantanians or however you want to say that. Sure. And their old history, which they supposedly Egyptians have been around for 37,000 years or however long they claim their history was, even though we come in and go, oh, no, that's not. Oh, yeah. It only started 12,000 oh, no, years no, ago. No, 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 no. So Excuse me. I'm just, I just, I might, again, I, you know me. Yes. We've talked about this before. I'm one of those where, oh, I want to believe this. It's not just a want to believe, but this made me believe. Yeah, it's, it's really convincing. Uh, this argument is very convincing. And seeing the pictures and seeing the structure, again, me going cold into it as well, like me not even knowing that this structure exists, the fact that it's so remote, um, it's it, yeah. it's very wild to have so many coincidences coincidences in one area. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason why it's not a tourist place either. Um, again, it's in a remote middle of nowhere. If you go t- try to travel, fly there, there's a warning from all airlines. Like they don't want to go in the area. Like I don't know what's the closest city. It's just, it's known to be again, for there's super difficult to reach difficult to reach um dangerous mm-hmm. for anybody trying to go there and look um and like terrorism and all this kind of stuff is really rampant in throughout the surrounding area so it's a difficult place to get to one right so just from our basis of that okay cool so it's not been very well researched there's not ever been any heavy machinery to do a dig there that could go down 100 feet in this area and do a widespread you know search um, there's just a lot of unknowns that could be, and I, I so badly wish and hope soon, that one day, soon, one day, something, some more attention, um, will someone be. will get funding. Someone will, will take the risk and be able to do it and prove once and for all, if it is there or not, or if there, if it is all just, Hey, this is just so happens to fit everything, yeah. but it doesn't work out. And if not, I mean, what an amazing structure to study, uh, what at the, the end of the day. I just feel like the coincidences. How how many before it's a uh, fact? Or how many before it just leads you to X marks a spot? Well, I mean, you know us humans, we need evidence. But that all seems like it's pointing a big red sign or a big flashing sign. Hey, look here. This seems to be out of the ordinary of just, uh, we'll just throw it well, out. Well, hey, we are looking here. We are looking Everybody here. that is listening yeah. are looking here now. Yeah. I just okay? get excited about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you can tell no, I do I'm too. very much trying to like enforce my uh passion what you want (laughs) (laughs) what you want the future yeah uh of this area to be yeah maybe out there someone listening is definitely not an archaeologist but maybe they'll (laughs) become one (laughs) maybe one day and they'll want to go find the city of atlantis and they'll be the dream it's us jacob we're gonna figure it out yep they're gonna reference us and a few others on youtube that that jeffrey they did this figured this (laughs) shit out um i do want to end this uh just kind of uh, Atlantis talk. Yes, with a statement from Plato himself. Okay. Um, this is kind of this seems fitting. It's yeah, it's fitting. <laughs> um, he says, "This tale about Atlantis, though strange, is certainly true, having been attested to by Solon, who was the wisest of the seven sages." End quote. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Plato's saying, "Hey, this is real." Yeah. It's attested to by Salon, or, uh, yeah, Salon, I think, yeah, that's how you say his name, um, and all the other surrounding evidence which I tried to provide. Again, if you guys are listening, 
open the maps, do the Google Earth search if you're really interested, or just take this information as you w will. I promise um, you, you won't regret it. This is very interesting, like especially when you're looking at the actual uh, yeah maps and things together. Like it, it clicks in your brain more than just even just hearing it. Um, it did for me. It yeah, really it just seems very, very obvious uh, where all the signs point. Yeah. So, yeah, especially do your own research. That's what this podcast is intended for, which uh, we haven't stated in a while, but obviously we are not experts. This, this whole point of this podcast is for us to learn and for others to learn with us. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to go ahead and do that extra research because you care, like check by, it out. By season five, it. we're going to be... <laughs> Seasoned. We're gonna be pretty, pretty uh, solid around our that's our, right our weak points. But again, I feel pretty confident in the research I've done and from the what I've studied, as in articles on science, articles of why this is the way it is, and I just feel pretty confident in the fact of wow, this seems to make sense. Yeah. And when something seems to make sense to me, I'm like, okay, I gotta share this because this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, awesome. That well, if you has have been the city of Atlantis, yeah. Think. Well, if you've been, uh, if you listened all the way to this point, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for supporting this podcast. If if you have anybody that you know would be interested in this, please share with your friends. We'd love to get more people involved and in the group and sharing and leaning us towards what we do next. Like that's the whole point. Yeah, we're. I think I feel like Facebook will probably be the best way for that, or Instagram or Twitter. I guess they will work for that. But I would really love a singular singular place where. Everyone who does listen um, just is a community of like, hey, we sh what about this? Or, hey, here's the comment on this. Because I would love to be able to post Absolutely. this. Even discussions and, with yeah. people who like care about the same things. Like if you are a person who's passionate about Atlantis. Give us your take. Yeah. I want to hear it. Honestly, I really do. Because yes. it all is f pushing us towards where we want to be. Yeah. If you have evidence that you think we didn't talk about or we don't have or articles, reference. Yes. Or a flaw in what we've said. We welcome it. We'll welcome it. That's the whole point is we're learning and uh, we're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination in this recounting of history, but we're trying to be 99% as much as we can. Yeah. So if there is a big flaw, of course, we don't mean to be and of course. mean for it to happen. But uh, like this with this Atlantis thing, again, I was trying to provide just this is what I do know is to be true. Mm -hmm. uh, again, Atlantis is one of those subjects where I don't know if anyone's going to nail down in the next hundred years, but yeah. I hope someone takes the chance at least look at this look at this area for something um to actually be there um yeah all right jacob that's another podcast down episode 21 i think yeah um, 21 uh if yeah if you want to follow us on anything uh go to casual x history on basically everything facebook instagram twitter uh you'll be talking directly to me i will answer i promise he's the guy i love to hear your comments um and yeah, we really appreciate you. And thank you guys so much for listening and supporting this. Uh, all right. Until next time. Uh -huh.